Welcome to Level Up with Sherelle and Danny. We're here to help you take your health, fitness, and mindset to the next level. It's time to level up. Hello, and welcome to today's episode of Level Up with Sherelle and Danny. Today, we are talking about goal setting, and we're going to mm. unpack the year that was. It's Christmas tomorrow, Sherelle. Oh my goodness. I can't even deal with that. You know, when you go on Instagram, you go through like your archive of like on this day. Yeah. It's so crazy. 2020 has just gone so quickly and I cannot believe it's nearly 2021. Seriously. And there are so many memes going around being like, whatever you do, do not say 2021 is going to be your year. Just we'll sneak up on it and just let it be. Because you know how every year like 2020 is going to be my year and this and that. And look, for a lot of us, I suppose it, it was in a way, lots mm. of crazy things came out of it that we would never have imagined to happen. Um, mm. The highs, the lows, the emotions, it's just been what a year, but I'm happy to see the back end of it. So am I. And look, I've probably contributed to those memes, to be honest. I've, always, I've been like, 2021 is going to be the best year. But you just, you, you don't know, do you? You don't like, know. Fingers crossed. And I think everyone's sort of like touching wood of being like, let's just enter 2021 slowly. <laughs> Maybe it won't there. notice. I know. But so many changes. Like what has been sort of the main, the main change from the start of the year to now for you? Mate, I'm living a completely different life. Who are we? <laughs> Who am I? I mean, I didn't really expect to start a business this year. Mm. Um, I didn't really expect to, like, leave my job. I didn't really expect to move out of home, well, out with Luke into yeah. another place. I didn't expect not to compete. Yeah. Um, I didn't expect to – I got, a, like, a hamstring injury. I did not expect that at the start of the year. Like, God. has anything – been expected for any of us no but I feel like everything that I've wanted has been fast tracked yes which a because it's my coping mechanism to just hustle and and work but then I remember setting goals and you set goals for a few years down the track but I feel like my main ones just happened this year because it forced it like I left my two clinics as well started full-time at pro raw created an online business wrote all my seminars moved from the beach closer, like it's crazy. But, you know, it is what it is and we just got to keep going and be grateful for those things that were able to come up. I suppose you and I are people who, when we have our eye on our path, it will take a whole lot to knock us in a different direction. And it took a world pandemic, really. Like Mm. that's how set in our ways we are and something just had to come and go, nope, we're changing your path. And it was massive. And then, yeah, here we are. Mm, yeah, I, I'm a, such a firm believer of everything happens as it should, when it should. Mm. So like if something doesn't happen, I never dwell on it because I'm like, oh, it's just not meant to be right now. Like it's just yeah. not my time. And I firmly believe that with everything, the same with this year. Like it's just pushed everyone to really step into the shoes that they're supposed to or like what you said, fast track what would have happened anyways. It, you know, yeah. everything happens for us, not to us. Yeah, it's been interesting not competing as well. I mean, I'm used to having bigger breaks, but it's been cool just to put all that focus and energy into other areas. Like, yeah, it's actually been really cool having that time because I know next October when it comes around again, we'll be well and truly ready. Mm. That's a big gap. It is two. It'll be two years. And Mm. yeah, like what we said um, previously on another show, I think, you know, I said um, it will... I was glad 
that it got cancelled for the start of this coming year. Yeah. Because I'm like, I'm, I, it's funny, like more time is always a good thing, but it doesn't mm. mean that you're going to be like really ready. Like you still need a really good solid season. And I feel like because of this year, you know, it's pushed that pre-season, it's pushed all that work that we feel like we haven't done, but we don't feel quite ready. If mm. that makes sense. Mm. Yeah, but when it's back, we'll hit the ground running. But yeah, nonetheless, what a year. What a year. Mm. But I'm excited. Mm. I mean, you know, we're the type of people who always set goals and things. And I think it's it's good to have like your little stepping stones. But again, this year has really demonstrated that something can just come out of the blue. So it really highlighted the importance of the longer vision because if you know what you want in a few years time or or that vision of your life. And you keep thinking about and moving towards that, the little stepping stones will take care of themselves Mm. because you can't really predict every little thing that's going to happen at all. But all you know is the destination that you you wish to be at and the rest fills in itself. Um, Mm. So today will be interesting. We're going to give you guys some techniques and, and just some awareness that, you know, it still is important to set your goals. You will end up there, but the, the way that you do it, you might not be able to predict, which is kind of exciting at the same time. Yeah. And it also highlighted this year for me, like what actually my goals are. Mm. Like sometimes we think, oh, maybe my goal is to compete. It's actually not. Mm. Like it's not really the goal. And it, I think this year has probably helped shape my identity a lot more. You know, competing is something I do. It's not who I am. It's yeah. not like, you know, it's not my Instagram handle. It's it's not my identity. Uh, it's not what you I want to be remembered for. But when things get taken away, it really does expose who we are. Like I think, and we all felt that, right? Yeah. Things got taken away and we're like, now what? Mm. It sounds silly for some people, but, you know, it it just shows what those things actually mean for us yeah. and what the practices are behind it. Not necessarily the act of going to the gym. It's not the ne- never the physical act, but, mm. you know, even though we've had goals that have not gone to plan this year, it doesn't mean that our longer term goals or our priorities aren't still um, aren't still progressing forward in that area. And I think that's what it is really important when you sit down and, and assess what you're working towards that you actually know what you're working towards, not get distracted yeah. or sabotage yourself when some things don't go to plan. Yeah. And for me personally, I mean, you know, we're both very hard workers, but I would neglect, um, not neglect, but not spend as much focus on being in the moment with family and and all of that, because I was always on a mission and rushing Mm. and, you know, I want to do this and that and that. And uh, now the simple act of having a coffee with mum or dad or my brother, you know, it's just means the world to me. So it's beautiful to be able to have that highlighted. Um, Mm. You know, sometimes you take those things for granted. I remember, Mm. you know, bless my daddy, he would always go to the same coffee place every week at the same time. And by the end of it, I'm like, can we go somewhere else? But then, you know, that got taken away for X amount of months and I could not wait to get back to that same damn coffee place just to sit there and, you know, just have a good time. So that, Mm. yeah, it did highlight the importance for me of human connection and, you know, the reasons why, why we work so hard to, to have that quality time with the people that we love. Yeah. Well, nothing matters if we don't have meaningful relationships Mm. in our life, really. Like that is the art of it, of everything we do people Mm. think like we want financial freedom but what do we want financial freedom for it's to be able to live the life that we want yeah it's a it's a sad life on your own do you know what i mean like business is sad if it's just you 
competing is sad and, and lonely if it's just you. We need community and we need connection. We need relationships. Mm. Um, that gives us the backbone to everything. And I can really relate with that, like even being home at the moment. You know, it is the simple things. It's slowing down. Mm. It's like noticing the silence. It's like just being able to sit in your backyard and go for a swim and things that I don't have in Melbourne, like mm. it's just a different environment. And I always get so much more creative and so more, much more like in my element and zone and out of flow, you know, like in Melbourne yeah. or in your normal life, in your nine to five and whatever, you just get in this flow of doing things. And it's mm. almost uncomfortable to like, I'm going to try something different today. I'm going to go hiking. You know, it's like, yeah. it's like foreign. Whereas when you change your scenery, you know, changing your daily habits and practices is like second nature because you don't have a routine. I really yeah. love doing that from time to time. Yeah, from time to time for sure. And as you said, that's when you can be in flow and the creativity comes in and uh, the new ideas or or just being human and, and, you know, acknowledging the sunshine on your skin and all those things, mm. all with good reason. Um, yeah, but if, you know, if we did that forever, we wouldn't be fulfilled either. So it's the art of balancing and recognising, okay, do I need to slow down now? Probably yes. And now's <laughs> a really good time to do that. I mean, yeah, it's Christmas. That's what we do. Um, and I also want to... the season. Tis the season. And for those who have just started listening, we actually released a Christmas episode last year that we didn't want to record again because we'd say the same things. Um, so, yeah, if you haven't had a listen to that episode, jump back a year ago and, yeah, have a listen to the Christmas episode. <laughs> one year ago. How, I know. I almost <laughs> have to hesitate when I said that. I'm like, one year ago doing this podcast. It came up in my, um, like the Instagram archives when it was like one year ago and it was us recording our first episode. Oh, that was the best, but the worst. <laughs> when we recorded our first episode, you know, we, we, we tried to go a bit too high tech and we had like the lights and we were in person recording together and it was, and we ended up, maybe you smashed the light bulb. <laughs> I had one job and it was to set up my oh. friend's very expensive light globes and then I've screwed one of them in and it just went vroom and fell oh. down and glass smashed everywhere and then the dust and you you can't breathe that in because it'll ruin your lungs. And I'm like holding my breath trying to find a broom and you were walking over. You couldn't find the place. I'm like, take your time because I just smashed all the lights. Far out. And then the best part is we recorded the first episode <laughs> and there was no SD card in there. And we didn't even get the episode. Oh, my oh. God. But it that's just one of disaster. many things that have happened. Like. Yep. Yeah. Wow. I think we've nailed it. I don't want to jinx it, but we're doing a bit better. Are we recording right now? I know. You know, I checked about five minutes ago. I'm like, fuck, did I press record? (laughs) Oh God. Oh, goal setting. Yeah. Let's get into it. Um, So how to set goals? Yeah. Well, you um, ran your girls through um, this awesome template that you showed me and which is interesting because normally I'm the very organized one. So I want you to take the reins on how you set this up, but I'm loving it so far. Um, mm. What's step one, eh? <laughs> step one. Why just, I say it like that? Yeah. So I think like, especially with, um, you know, my own coaching clients, it's really important to set goals. Everyone needs to set goals. Yep. Like not only does it give us direction, but it allows us to put action plans in place. So we know what steps, resources, and tools we can use to be able to achieve what we are working towards. So mm-hmm. no matter who you are or what your goals are, big or small, it's really important to sort of figure out what process works for you because everyone sets goals in a different way. So, you know, Danny, how are some of the ways that you like to, you know, I guess prioritize your own goals or set targets? 
Yeah, I make sure that um, my head's in the game when I'm setting goals and I'm not just like setting them based on fear or anxiety because I feel like the language around the goal and the relationship with the goal is different based on your state of mind. So it's really important to get yourself in a fun, playful excited motivated mood when you do it you can't just like force it down Mm. because a you're not in flow and b it'll come from a place of fear but I'm such a visual person so for me um I had when I really used to do it and then you know um I don't do it as much now because they all just they all sort of came true which is nuts um, but when I was really in a, in a rut with my life and unsure, I full um, made like a vision board on my phone. So I didn't cut things out. I, I made a PowerPoint slide or a keynote slide and I would have it on my phone. And then in the morning I would, you know, read through um, my goals for life, business, relationships, all of that, and put pictures. And then when I'd look at it, I would have a song that really pumped me up. And it was just a beautiful part of my morning ritual it was actually. Um, mm. And then just speaking about it to the right people but most importantly to myself in my head we say so many words to ourselves every day and they have to be in line with your goals and your vision and and then you walk the walk talk the talk and you just become the person that you need to be in order to achieve it so for me yeah vision boards and just speaking them out loud and and in my own mind Mm. you said something interesting there you said um it they just came true they it's funny Mm. that they came true and it's not funny at all listening to that because Mm. you manifested it you visualized it you you spoke to yourself about it so it's like the car analogy or for like something that I used to be like is everyone pregnant is it everyone pregnant it's like oh no I'm a midwife I'm noticing everyone your awareness your awareness so you know if you say you know um, don't look for the red car. Like you're going to see so many red cars. It's mm, just the mm. way it works. You mm. having that, um, that visual component, which is the way you like to learn your learning style on your phone every morning, you're looking at your goals. Mm. There's no way that it's, it's, um, it's not going to happen because mm. you're actually manifesting it. So yeah. it's something that, you know, it's a bit voodoo and wishy-washy for some people. So language is really important whether you're setting goals with other people or yourself yeah it's the same as being like to some people um instead of telling them to meditate like tell them to deep breathe it's whatever language feels appropriate uh, and comfortable to, to them because for some people you'd never get them caught dead doing a vision board mm. and i was one of those people i'm like what you're gonna cut things out of a magazine stick them on a board and then what what and then i like meditate over it does it come true do i, put do I light a candle on it? Yeah. yeah do i light a candle or have a ceremony with this painting so language is really important for me um that's why I love templates I am not like I've tried a vision board it's not for me okay I'm not as I'm very objective when it comes to a lot of things I'm you know Luke tells me I'm visual I'm not I don't think I'm a visual learner I'm I'm an auditory learner and at least I learn a lot through podcast funny that Mm -hmm. um and audible books and things like that but yeah for me, like structured templates and being able to, I guess, objectively see mm. if that's even a, a thing of writing down. And that's why um, I sort of take some of my own clients through templates because yep. not only does it help them, but it helps me see how I can help them. It's like, let's break down the steps. And mm. I think that that's what everyone should do. Even if you are a visual person, right? Like you've got your vision board, 
That's one way you can see it. But then it's like, how do you break that down to know what you need to do to achieve that? It's all well and good being like, I want to do a comp. I'm going to stick a photo of my Fitspo on my vision board. That's not going to help you achieve the goal. No, you need those smaller steps. Absolutely. But yeah. the, the smaller steps can't be too specific because it it's hard. If it's a financial goal, you need to know your numbers. You need to know your budgets, what you're spending, what you're bringing in. Okay. Mm-hmm. But then when it's for something a little more out of the box, for example, I knew I wanted to do seminars, but I had no idea that I was going to be at Pro Raw Gym and shake Andrew Locke's hand and then I'll be with him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like I did not write that down, but I had on the vision board seminars. What did I do? My small steps were to learn as much as I could, always talk about it so I could learn the language and how to address an audience and all of that. And then the little details in between took care of themselves, but I still got the end result. So I can mm-hmm. understand what you're saying. And there's a level of um, specificity. Was that? Yep. Thanks for giving me the nod. <laughs> she That's nodded. It. She's in like, yep, again in life. Um, that's, that's needed depending on your goal, but you're right. So, okay. So you like templates a little bit more. Yeah. So what, what you're talking to there as well is the goal can be broad. Yeah. Right. Everything underneath it has to get more specific. So we need to be disciplined about our goal, what our overall goal is, mm. um, but then flexible about the the routines and the way that we can get there. There's never mm. one way. And we all like it's isn't it funny how much training and health and fitness relates to life? You it know, really like it's does. the same with tracking macros, mm-hmm. right? Like you can follow a meal plan, you can track, you can be flexible dieting, you can be keto, you can do whatever the hell you want to get to a goal. There's multiple mm. ways, right, to mm. get there. Um, it's just about finding a navigating which one and being flexible like yep. you know for some it for some period of your life one way might work better than the other yeah so we can't predict the steps the specific steps that we need to get there to earn a million dollars to whatever it might be but if you have um a, a a specific goal that you're trying to get towards it's just about figuring out what you need to do to get there and that's yep. where templates and um problem solving and brainstorming really helps you achieve those goals so yep. for example you got a aesthetic competing goal right like think about all the little compounding habits and things that have to happen underneath that yeah hundreds and what you've done there like you know shaking Andrew's hand and and putting yourself in those situations with pro war or whatever it might be that's a million and one different little things that have led to that Mm. but you still had to focus on that you know you applied for the job you walked in you know you you, you did all these little things but you still had that overriding goal of being like speaker educator like leader like that that's still the 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 primary goal so Mm. um I guess summarizing all like a way I like to do is like I said templates journaling Mm. to help you figure out what your main goal is and then you know as if 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 that language is right to you like vision boards um speaking them out loud manifesting them um journaling more um, subjectively about them and what they feel like but something that everyone I think um has heard of perhaps in their schooling time or whatever it might be is smart goals have you heard Mm. of that Good old smart goals. Yes, absolutely. Mm. And that's something that I used to be really um, big on with setting a client is being like, okay, it has to be specific, has to be measurable, results driven and time bound. It has to be smart, Mm. but it just didn't work for a lot of the time. And the reason why I found it really hard is because sometimes our goals for people like us aren't measurable. Like we can't objectively put a lot um, of emphasis on a feeling 
for example. Yeah. It's like, I want to feel fit and healthy. It's like, okay. Whereas then I came across this I smart, which has got mm. inspiring at the start. And I really love that because I think our goals, you know, how do you measure an inspiring feeling? It's really difficult, isn't it? Yeah. You have to put yourself in that state where you're present you're listening and feeling your body like when you visualize your goal yes it might scare you a little bit but it should make you feel emotional or excited or you feel your heart or your stomach you get butterflies you get goosebumps that's that's the goal that's how you know you're onto a winner there Mm, yeah Mm. because a lot of the things that we talk about probably boring to some people right? But well, they've hung around, so (laughs) they've made it this far, but do you know why is because we're so inspired and passionate about what we do. Yes. If someone's bloody excited about breadcrumbs, I'm probably going to listen to a whole podcast about them talk about breadcrumbs because I don't show up the breadcrumbs. That's so true. Actually. I love that. I don't know why I thought of breadcrumbs. My dad's making bread at the moment. Oh, does it smell good? Can you smell it? It does. It does. Mm. does Oh yeah. So your dad makes bread. Yeah. What else? I saw him working out. You set up a little bar for him. Um, he was doing his pull-ups. How good is that? Yeah, he's, that's he's good. Made himself a bench. It's so funny. It's that's like cool. it's like a surfboard. It's um, I don't have the guts to tell him it's probably too wide to be God able to sort of bench on, him. but no, I can't. <laughs> <laughs> bless him. So yeah, it's about being inspired and and passionate about everything that you do. And now I understand that not all your goals can be super amazing and exciting. No. You need smaller goals, like yep. uh, you know, work on my finances and all of that. But the the big vision of your life, you need to be able to really paint a picture and the thoughts the smells the feelings Mm. the touch put all your senses into one when you're visualizing and that's why I use you know um, a song I use you know the the pictures I and then I take action you take Mm. crazy action you wake up and you know that that's your focus Mm. Um, and that's how you get there it takes time it's not easy and you might think you know when when there's a world pandemic you might think it's slowing you down but you know use it use whatever life's throwing at you to get closer to your goals Mm. just keep going (laughs) yeah and that's the difference between as well like long-term goals and short-term goals Mm. like I think weekly goal setting is really important and you know if you don't have yourself a copy of of Atomic Habits by James Clear, mm. you know, do yourself a favor right now and get on Audible or go and buy it because, you know, he talks about the compounding effect and setting tiny habits to manifest into your long-term goals because yep. we can have all these, you know, amazing, inspirational, huge targets, whether it's personal, professional, um, business-wise, whatever you want it to be. But if you don't have the stepping stones to get there, you're going to fall off mm. and that's just human behavior. So they need to be tiny. We did a podcast a while ago on um, habits, didn't we? we Oh, yeah, we did rituals and habits. Yeah. Yeah. And one of them there is like tiny habits. And I think people struggle to set the bar low and being like, today I'm going to get three litres of water in. Mm. You know, but when you collect those one percenters, they add up. You collect 10 of them, it's 10%. So, you know, if you hit your water target, if you have a healthy breakfast, if you get your steps in, if you hit your training sessions, all these little things will get you to that end result. So focusing on those is really, really, really underrated. Yeah, actually, for sure. People just think that you need to overhaul your whole life, but you don't. One thing at a time. Absolutely. Um, Awesome. You go, what are you going to say? <laughs> I was going to say the next um, sort of step, like once you've set sort of your goal and figure it out, what your overriding big uh, goal is that you're wanting to work towards or the, the direction you're wanting to go in, it's really important to identify your current reality. Mm. So where you're at, being able to analyze your current situation that you're in right now, 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. And um, for me, I think moving out of home was one of the biggest game changers ever. Mm. Um, just putting yourself in an environment because I love, I love, you know, living with mom and all of that, but, but I was full on. I moved out in a time where I was getting very like obsessed with my goals and, and probably hard to be around, to be honest, for a normal mom's so cruisy, man, um, which is great. And she's so happy with what she's doing. But for me with the competing, this, that, trying to find who I was and all of that, I just had to go yoink, take myself out of the environment, place myself. That's why I moved to the beach because water gives me clarity and just, you know, being in nature. And then the answers came. Not only did it help my family relationships, but, you know, I had to change my reality uh, in order to, yeah, put myself in a thriving environment as well. Um, yeah. Um, someone, that's a really good point, Danny. Someone asked me on my story what, you know, a trivial time moment for me or was or whatever it was. And I was thinking, oh, like it was moving out of home. Like it's, it's, it really changes you. Like I feel like mm-hmm. I had to move sort of four hours away to go to uni yeah. and really completely pick up my life and go. I remember I got my, um, cause I just turned 18. I was in school a year uh, earlier. Yeah. Um, so I turned 18 and then the next day I went for my driver's license on yeah. Friday and then on Monday I went to uni. <laughs> really? So you were yeah. just straight into I was it. Straight into it. I remember yeah. going through my first double lane roundabout coming from the country. With oh. those, and I was like, what the hell? Oh Magic. God. <laughs> How'd you go with your first um, hook turn? I only did one of them like um, the, the start of last year for the first oh, time. Really? Yeah. yeah. Is Victoria, I think Victoria is the only um, place that has hook turns. Hey. I think they're pretty self-explanatory. Like you drive oh, it took in. me a little while to learn. You drive to... in, you just look at the sign. It tells you when to go. I don't think it's that hard. <laughs> I don't think city no. driving is as hard as what people make it out to be. No, no, but um, yeah, okay. So changing environments for sure has been massive, but then also your your circle around you is also very important um, mm. to change and, and analyze your reality because if there's something you're unhappy about, you are in control of most things in your life. Like obviously mm. there are some things that are out of our control, but how we view that situation is in our control. Um, but when it comes to changing your, your environment and changing the people around you, you can actually do that. It doesn't yes. have to be quick. Um, but it can happen. Mm. Mm. One of the most underrated things that you can do to achieve your goals is not say to yourself, I'm going to change this, but change your environment. Mm. It's so much easier to remove the chocolate from your environment than to say no to the chocolate. Just don't yep. have it there. Don't yep. have the temptation. Like we're human beings, right? So whatever your goal is, set your environment up to complement that. Um, this mm-hmm. is why one of the reasons I struggled so hard in isolation, trying to work and stay motivated was I was in a one bedroom apartment. Yeah. Like I went from the bed to the chair, to the <laughs> table, to the office, to the shower, yeah. to the toilet, literally mm-hmm. within like a one bedroom apartment. It was so hard to switch on and to switch off. Yeah. And now that I've got this like beautiful office space and like this nice house and like all this room, like it's just so much better to be able to go into my office space and say, this is, this is my environment to work. This is yep. where I can make dreams happen as fluffy <laughs> as that sounds, but it's really hard to do that when your environment isn't set up. Yeah. Yeah. And then aside from uh, physical environment, then you need to work out, well, what's my reality in terms of the skills and, and knowledge that I have at the moment, which, mm. which person do I need to, you know, um, model or ask for mentoring or which course do I need to sign up for or how can I change um, yeah my my knowledge as well mm. so external environment but also then internal 
my mm. knowledge and skills is very important as well. That can be changed. You can keep, we must always learn, you know, as we say, always be a student. Mm. Mm. And it's so easy. We're very lucky, actually, I should say, the amount of knowledge and information we have access to. So, mm. you know, even being able to sit here and listen to us, like podcasts are a great way to be able to get some internal knowledge from people that you trust and educated professionals out there. Yeah. The best thing that I ever did was find people who were doing what I wanted and then just pick their brain. Yeah. Like, hey, you just sort of plant the little seed with them and, and learn from them and, and all of that. And it's just, it was one of the best things that I could have ever done. It's daunting sometimes because you see people like, oh, that's so-and-so. Um, I'm more cool with it now because you just get used to it. But don't be shy. Like people love helping people. Then if yeah. they don't, they're not your they're not your person. Don't, yeah. you know, just don't take it to heart. Cool. Find someone who you can do that with and learn from. Yeah. You've got to get used to being rejected sometimes. You've got to get used to people saying no. Not everyone's going to say yes. And at the start, you know, a lot of people said no to me. Like, you know, you've got to slide in people's DMs and you're going to be knocked back and you can't take it personally because they're they're not really saying no to you. Like it's just what they don't want to do at the moment. So Mm. outsourcing information is... um, is, is really undervalued and like what you said, role modeling from other people around you that are achieving the goals that you want to do. Yep, for sure. And then make it make it into your own thing. That's the fun part. Be creative. Mm. Get that, get your own inspiration and and turn it into your own thing. That's what that's what we did. Mm. Really. Yeah. So cool. Um and then options explore and brainstorm all the options because there are so many as you said we are so lucky not only with the information that we can achieve um find but just how many options we have and with the internet people are making jobs out of anything oh absolutely there's people out there making like millions off like you know playstations and like online gaming i feel i found that out the other week i think but i think it was a bit cheeky like there are women in lingerie playing video games and they're earning (laughs) millions oh only fans no that's not only fans uh not that i'd know what's on only fans but i'd imagine that um yeah i think it's called twitch or something where you oh, know wow. the young gamer dudes sign up and watch these girls playing video games and then they, they just earn a killing oh my god i didn't yeah. even know that that's so funny but it doesn't yeah. surprise me no <laughs> think back to the day with like msn and myspace like god. how far has the internet come and you know i even MSN. like it, like podcasting themselves have evolved so much. And, you know, there's a really great podcast that I recommend um, a lot of people go and listen to, and it's called The Mind Muscle Project. You know, they're they legends. Lockie and Raph. Yeah, Lockie and Raph, you know, they're such chill dudes to listen to on the podcast. And they have so many incredible guests that you can learn so much valuable knowledge from. So it's actually a podcast I've been listening to for years now. I think it was the first podcast um, that I actually ever subscribed to. And I still really? listen to that. Yeah. I still listen to, you know, their three shows a week because they do put out some incredible content. They've, they've got over 700 um, episodes now. Which one were you on? Do you remember which you've appeared on one of theirs? And I listened to it. It was absolutely brilliant. And I do listen to a lot of theirs. Um, mm. I don't really listen to many other podcasts. And theirs is definitely one, though. But mm. you had a feature on there. It was really good for Women's Health Month. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. they did a whole month dedicated to women's health, which is obviously something we're super passionate about here. And um, I guess that they had on uh, that everyone should really go over and listen to this episode is by Stacey Sims. Oh, she is just the goddess of women's health and training and her book raw, actually people need to read that. 
oh, such a fantastic book. Um, mm. I've sent it around to about five of my clients actually, but mm. yeah, they did two episodes with Stacey Sims. They did one recently. Um, it was more about menopause and everything, which oh, I think yeah. is really interesting. It's not something I have a huge amount of knowledge on. Mm. Um, you know, I'm very pretty good with like, you know, the menstrual cycle and understanding that, but menopausal women are often forgotten about. And it's such a shame because, you know, they sort of, they have different physiology to the way that we work. So they did a really interesting episode with Stacey. Um, And another one that um, I think our audience would absolutely love is um, an episode that even surprised me. It was one by um, Hazel Gale. So they did two episodes with her and she's a psychologist um, and they really spoke about the psychology behind our training. So motivation, mental health. Um, We had Michelle Batty on a couple of times. And if you enjoyed that episode, which I know so many of you girls did, you absolutely love this one by Hazel Gale. So definitely head over to the My Muscle Project and um, type in Hazel Gale and look up the tag for that one. Yeah, they're such cool dudes and um, they get over 250 thousand downloads a month which that's goals isn't it <laughs> that's insane and uh, not only do they talk about health and fitness but then they also have one with business as well which you mm. know you and I love talking about too so we think it's really fitting um, you know that if you guys enjoy what we talk about you will most definitely love the guys from the My Muscle Project. Yeah. So in the black, the, um, the business fitness, I guess, um, podcast that they always do. It's really good because it's really hard to find information about fitness and business. You know, mm. you read all the business books, don't you? Like you read all the business books, but then you're like, is this applicable? So they do yeah. one episode, um, called in the black and it's all about that. So yeah, the My muscle project, we know you guys will absolutely love it. So head over, subscribe and, um, let us know what you think as well. That's it. All right. How cool. So Now let's talk about options. Mm. Mm. Yes, options with our goals. And when you're thinking about your options, it's about brainstorming everything that you've got access to. So thinking about who are the people that I have in my life that can help me? What's the knowledge and skills or the qualities that I already have? And how can these things help me achieve my goals? Yeah, yeah. And taking immediate action. A lot of people just sit on it and think about it, talk themselves out of things. And I used to do that because I used to spend all my time, you know, reading books and doing courses, but I'd never take any action. And then before I knew it, I'd forgotten everything I'd read and learned in the book and the course anyway. But just being addicted to, to go, 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 you know, cool. You make the, a choice that doesn't serve you at the time, but at least you did it and then you move on. Mm. It, as we always say, it's really important to say no as well. So first we might say yes to something, but then to be able to opt out is a skill too. So many people, you know, commit to something and then they're like, well, I need to finish my five-year course because I started it. And they're a year in, they realize they hate it. Well, no, stop, mm. change your path, do something else. So I really think Taking immediate action is important, um, but then I sometimes I take very immediate action. But then, yeah, you, you know, and then I'm, you know, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna do that, gonna do this, and it's like, yep. oh, and yep. then I change my mind. That was a big year. Um, yep. When it's emotion driven, you know, being in lockdown, the amount of uh, shopping and things and and decisions and life overhauls that I wanted to come up with, but you mm. learn from it. Mm. Life's yep. a big adventure, man. Like. Yep just got to take action. Yeah. And I'm completely the same. I am so impulsive with some of my decisions. I'm like, nah, I'm doing, I'm posting this right now. I'm not even, I just, I'm doing this. And sometimes you've got to be able to pull yourself up, but it's so funny that what you said about the books and, you know, you do all the things because 
it's Luke said to me the other day, I was looking at this course and he goes, do you know, do you know, whenever you feel like you don't know something or you have sort of that limiting belief pop up, you, you look for a course. Wow. I was like, doll, that is such a great observation. Mm. (laughs) I was like, it's so true. What am I doing? What am I doing? Don't just look for the knowledge, take the action because, you know, if you're waiting for something to be perfect before you launch it, you waited too long. If mm. you're like waiting to read the book before you feel like you're going to have the confidence, it's not going to happen. And I think sometimes the best way to, you know, build confidence or, or, or work towards something is just to take that first small step. Yeah. You know, emotion gives us motion. So use mm. that. And that's why when we're hot and angry, I'm impulsive, right? Like, it, mm. but it's about understanding, okay, I'm hot and angry. The, the more appropriate thing would just be recognize that, stop, slow down, yep. not take impulse, right? Oh, I'm feeling mm. insecure. I'm going to go do a course. No. Mm. Notice that you're feeling that insecurity and like just be okay with that and work on that. Um, yeah, it's interesting. There's a fine line between that though. I mean, because if you're, yeah, red hot and angry, what you just said, and then you take action, it's probably not right. But then if you calm down and think rationally and go, well, I actually feel like I don't know much in this area. I will take a course yes. rather than doing it out of spite, which comes back to being in the mindset of, of when we do things, we need to come from a place of, you know, just mm. being present and in flow. And then we'll be able to make rational decisions as well, rather than being like stuff and I'm going to take the course, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Uh, yeah. So there's a fine line, but it just comes down to self-awareness again. Why am I, why am I feeling like this? Um, and what can I do about it? Yeah. Yeah. Well said. Like it does have to um, come into context and Mm. something I read a really good book. I can't even remember what it was, but they were talking about, you know, the two different parts of the brain. And I think we've spoken about this before about having your chimp brain and how it just wants to protect you. And that's Mm. our emotional, you know, I'm hot and angry, but we need to tap into our professor brain to be able to logically think about what we're doing. Mm. And even understanding that just being like, oh, okay, it's my chimp brain at the moment wants me to be impulsive, wants me to do this because it wants to protect me. And just knowing that for myself to be like, let's tune my professor in and then let the professor make the logical decisions. And Mm. um, our friend Danny as well, who we need to get on here. Legend. Isn't he? So (laughs) such a a sick guy. But we did like these, what do you even call it? Like it's hard to explain those like test things that we did to sort of. Oh, just like a personality test sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah. Did this a while ago with him and I never, the information, it didn't resonate with me much at the time because I hadn't even, like I just started a business and it Mm. didn't really resonate. And now I'm like reading over it again. I'm like, oh my goodness. Like Mm. one of my main things to work on is um, how quickly I respond and react to things, to people. Mm. So like being okay with not replying straight away to someone. Mm. Like, whereas I'd be like, oh, no, I've got to get back to him right now. I've got to yeah. do this right now, you know, but understanding that if, oh, if I'm like in a bit of a rush at the moment or a bit emotional or just don't have the time, the response or the outcome is not going to be the best for me yeah. right now. So just being mm-hmm. able to swipe unread or like leave that email or whatever it might be and just give myself that space and time to attend to whatever I'm trying to do rather than multitask everything and then come yeah. back to it. Yeah. Game changer. Absolutely. And I love that you were, you know, you're working on that because at the start, it can be quite a shock. You're like, 
people well for me it's like what do I really need to work on that and then you know yeah well it's cool to find out things about yourself I mean emotions come up to serve us but then rather than acting on the emotions you you have to sort of slow down and say well why do I feel angry it's kind of like with road rage you know people Mm -hmm. are so quick to just crack the shits but then that's not good that can be more dangerous because then the person in front of you can be absolute psycho and god knows what happens but you sort of have to say look okay that person cut me off I'm feeling angry but it's, it takes such discipline to not be reactive, whether it be mm. when you're angry or whether it be, um, you know, when you get messages and things, you have to preserve your energy and come back to your self energy and then you'll be able to react accordingly. Now it can be the opposite. Cause I used to be a really big overthinker and then push my emotions aside and then just mm-hmm. be purely from my logical thoughts. But sometimes what's logical for you or for expectations in society might not actually be what you need at that point in time. So again, it all comes down to self-awareness. Okay. What do I feel like I need right now? Why are these emotions coming up? Um, and what can I do accordingly? So, mm. yeah, but that's very good. It's, it's, there's a lot of, particularly with social media and that there's messages coming in left, right and center. And um, I did learn though, if you click on something and then click, unread it still says seen yeah i know we tested that because i'm like this is great i'll quickly read it then i'm reading yeah. no it still says scenes so yeah i know don't leave I know. people on scene <laughs> but because sometimes i'll read a message and they'll be asking me a question that's like it's going to take me a while to think about or yeah. like they're asking me like oh you know why do you elevate your heels in this I, and i'm not just going to write like some shitty thing that's why yeah, i voice memo a lot yeah it's I good voice memo a lot you know, I think as well, me knowing that and then being okay with people doing it to me as well, even yeah. other Danny, right? Like if I've got, if you've messaged me and I need to get back to you a long response, I don't have time right now. I'm okay with you knowing I've seen my message. Yeah. You yeah. Know, yeah. You're going to be like, sure, I'll get back to me when she's got a chance. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and I think it's just about being more understanding of, of those things about yourself mm. rather than multitasking because, if there was anything that was drilled into me at uni, it was to be a good multitasker, right? Really? Absolutely. Every job interview, what's your strengths? I'm a good multitasker. They taught us this like repetition to say this stuff. Mm. Um, Cause that, as a nurse, like, what do you got to be good at? Oh uh, yeah, exactly. Wearing every single hat, doing the IV drip, getting your new patients, discharging this one, having an extra one. Yeah. Like they teach you that multitasking is a, is a skill and should be worked on and desired and it makes you more efficient. And we now know that that is just not the case. Yeah. I was wondering where you're going to go with that. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's hard, isn't it? Cause you're half assing things. We need full Mm. focus on one task like us now, when we do our podcast, the phone's upside down, notifications are off on the screen because then your mind's just wandering. Um, Yeah. And like, it took me so long this year and so much work to unlearn this because yeah. I'm I'm a, like I am if there's a good multitasker it's me it doesn't mean that the job gets done well but I'm great at dividing my attention span because <laughs> yeah. I've been doing it for like 6 years yeah. and rewarded so it's it's and it's the line of work right like I mean like sometimes you can't just have one focus point but mm. it was really hard for me to to train my attention span to focus on one Thing and then just do it well rather yeah. than do everything else half-assed yeah well that's where everything you know bringing it back to like training that's why people struggle with tempo like yeah. 
or higher reps and skill-based mm. practice. Everyone just wants to run here, do six reps, really heavy, this, that. No, you need to learn how to focus, mm. but that's why people struggle. And it's not your program's fault. It's your fault. Learn yeah. how to use your mind. Like, cause once you learn how to harness your mind, even if it's something as simple as, you know, counting your reps and your tempo and concentrating, you apply that everywhere in yeah. life. A conversation that you have with someone that might be a life-changing conversation. If you're you're talking to someone your eyes are darting around mm. you're not actually listening you know it, it carries over into everything you do mm. so yep. take that discipline everywhere you go you know whether you're making the breadcrumbs like your dad or taking the trash out trash that was american taking the rubbish out um you know put focus into mm. everything yeah. Well, multitasking, like even in my, um, in the nursing aspect, like statistically it leads to higher uh, mortality rates, oh God. medication errors. Like it's statistically been so proven to have horrible outcomes mm. in the healthcare industry. So mm. of course it ripples through everything else that you do. Um, and there's just something about being so laser focused on something and doing it well. And I love that now it's, yep it's nice to be able to shut off other things and prioritize the one task that I'm working on so I can give my full attention. But when I was training myself to do it, because like Luke can just do it. He's so good at it. Teachers, they just, you mm. know, they sit down, they're task orientated. They've got a process and things that they've got to do and tick sheets and they're very, you know, clinical and objective in that. Mm. Um, but one, I, and I can't remember, there's heaps of different methods that you can use, but the one that I had, I had to start with 15 minutes on, five off, 15 oh. minutes on, five off. And it's a way that you train your brain to stay focused. And every time you get distracted and pick up your phone or click on another web browser, the time starts again. Oh, you gotta go back. that's like it's, that tomato timer app. That yeah. You can get. yeah. 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 That's one of timer. them. Yeah. Um, now I'm about an hour I can stay focused for, and then I've got to have about five, 10 minutes off. And that's that, normal. Like that's, that's pretty normal. good. Cause if you break your concentration, that's why like even people working in offices, like someone you'd be doing something, someone would come and chat to you. And then you, it takes you a good 20 to 30 minutes. I think it was to get back into that flow. Yeah. It's cooked. Mm, yeah. And it depends on the work that you're doing. Like at uni, when I was writing assignments, mm. I could sit there for like half a day because you yeah. get into that repetition flow, sort of rote learning styled stuff. When you're being creative, right? Like making programs, creating content, doing other sort of stuff. It's a lot easier to get distracted. And mm. sometimes we need those um, residual breaks to be able to come back with more inspiration and creativity uh, and make the work more productive because mm. you can get like six hours of work done in like one hour right if you're making the most of that time or vice versa how many yeah. times at uni did <laughs> you sit down to try and write an assignment and get like a hundred words and it's like midday and you're like oh because you know that you've got the whole day and you're like yeah. oh and then but then it comes like the the assignment's due at 11 59 p.m i used to be there 10 p.m right i've got two hours to fucking smash this but it would oh. happen that's like when I was competing and doing all my assignments at the airport and my online tests, right? My, my plane's in an hour. I'm going to sit at this cafe and smash it out. Like literally, I, look, the marks weren't incredible, but I was yeah. able to get it done. You, you thrive off that adrenaline. It's yeah. crazy. Tension creates action. So like yeah, a strategy for everything. Whenever there's Makes tension, 
your your gut motion. And that's that's like a strategy that a lot of people use. They'll create tension without you even realizing it so that mm. you say things or do things or act a certain way. Mm. Um, but I can so relate. Even with like the assignments, if they would ever give you like a week extension for some reason, I'd be like, no, I do not want it because all yeah. I want to do is twiddle my thumbs for another week and not handle it in and it's going to yeah. cross into everything else. Yeah. But Knowing that for yourself allows you when it comes to goal setting, because that's what we're supposed to be talking about. Oh, yeah. Um, What a tangent. What a tangent. um, But with goal setting, giving yourself a specific time, a time bracket, we need times. Um, And this is something that, like, I've been talking to a lot um, with my girls that are, like, long-term clients, right, because six-week challenges, really successful. People just, like, all in for six weeks. They're like, cool, I was going to do this thing for six weeks Mm. and then I'm done. But when you've got, like, a long-term goal uh, that you know that's going to take a long-term thing to get to, right, Mm. because people come uh, to me and they're like, I want to improve my health and fitness or my relationship with myself or whatever it might be. And you're like, you're never going to get to this, right? Like, you know that, like, (laughs) another level, another devil, right? Like as soon as you think, oh yeah, I'm making waves, you just set a bigger goal, a bigger. I understand, yeah, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? Another level, another devil. You get to the thing, you're like, hmm, okay, what's next? Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, like we're still doing it. We're never always be. forever. <laughs> I'll be dead when I stop setting goals. That's it. Game <laughs> over. I'm gonna set goals forever because that's what I live for. I live for the yep. chase of you know, um, achieving it's, it's yeah. a drug like, yeah. but you know, that's what fulfills mm. us in life. Mm. I suppose back on, um, Oh geez, where were we? we've gone for a ride here, but, um, priorities and multitasking. That's right. So we need to just not have 50,000 different goals, just no. streamline trial and error at the start, which we always talk about, but yeah. once you're focused on your goal, great. I'm going to pick one or two yeah. main ones to work towards. And then that'll be so much easier. Yeah. Less distractions. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And if you're anything like me, if I have too many goals, I get overwhelmed. Like it's too if much. I'm if I'm working on too many projects, like like I just can't, my system can't deal with it. I'm like, how am I going to do all these things? How mm. I'm never going to be able to do it. And then, you know, that sometimes limiting beliefs can start rolling in and, and you get nothing done. You get paralyzed because yeah. you just can't take motion. But when mm. we see things as small and achievable, we're more likely to step foot into them and start. And yep. that's the hardest part is just starting with a new goal because mm. you're never going to just jump there. Like this overnight success stuff and people just it's being bullshit. like, you know, like you can't. And even when you go through your own camera roll, like when people are like, oh, show us your first photo of you competing or whatever it might be, you realize how many baby steps you've taken to get to yeah. where you are with training. Yeah. And you forget. So it's moving on. It's important to track those steps and recognize, well, no, hey, I've, I actually was this person once upon a time. The beauty of archives and Facebook mm. memories popping up and mm. you can't, it allows me to be a little bit more kinder to myself because you get lost in the vision and it's nice to go, shit, I've actually done a lot, actually. And even if you haven't done a lot, just find things that you can recognize like that you've changed, whether it doesn't mm. always have to be work and business related. It can be family or social like skills or what you enjoy doing it's um Mm. yeah always you know just remember them you don't have to physically write down every single thing that you've done forever but just take the time to recognize hey this time last year I was in this position or or Mm -hmm. five years ago and just um yeah be kind to yourself with Mm. that remind yourself of the steps that you've you've actually achieved yeah. And that is the um, the beauty of, you know, when we looked at the options of brainstorming all the options, mm. you know, doing that partly is to recognize what you already have access to, the yeah. tools, the resources, the people and the knowledge 
that you do have because you're never starting from from zero. And nah. even when we spoke um, in the episode about changing careers, you know, there's always transferable skills from every element of mm-hmm. your life. So you mm-hmm. can take lessons that you learn from your relationships with your partner and family and friends into business or yep. into the gym. Like what we just said, health and fitness has so many analogies and, and correlations with everything we else we do in life. Mm. And it's an it's a branch of you. So mm. using the resources and your personal skills, uh, yep. and I want to say like the things that you have access to is so, so important. It's what makes you unique. Yeah. And then use that and embody that. Um, so I'm jumping t- towards habits and all of that. Um, I don't know where you are. We've got a list written up, but then we're kind of just going off whatever. <laughs> this is how we're rolling. Um, just embody that person kind of like what we were talking about when um we were talking about photo shoots you know you Mm. you think you feel you be you live and breathe that person you know you need to do that with your goals for example you know um just coming back to the seminars right who do i have to be well i can't be shy when i'm standing up there you have to Mm. be confident you have to you know do all that you embody the the person and it's so empowering yes Mm. at the start you might not believe it but you need to take the small actions like what you mentioned earlier tick those off even if it's like the drink the three liters of water great you've achieved something next Mm. next next and and then it just becomes who you are it's your identity all of your habits all of your thoughts that's how you change as a person. It's not just one light switch, you flick it and then you change. No, just embody that, embody the person that you need to be mm. through language, through actions, through everything. Mm. Yeah, you talk about um, your seminars. I'll talk about when I used to smoke. Because <laughs> like when I, I wanted, when I wanted to quit smoking, I was like, found it so hard when I'd be like, oh, when you just decline like a smoke. Mm, Whereas mm. then when I came in, I was like, no, I don't smoke. Yeah, that's like right. Actually being like, I don't smoke. People aren't going to offer you a cigarette if you don't smoke. Like, mm. would you do that? Would you be like, no, nah, daddy, like have a smoke. It's like, no, no don't smoke. No, it's not who you are. Yeah, It's exactly. not who you are. That's so, good. you know, if you're not drinking, mm. if you're not smoking, if you, that's just not who you are, mm. then you're not going to push that because you don't, you know, you just don't make people do things that they aren't. So yeah. rather than saying like, I'm trying not to, I'm giving up, I'm going to stop, like implying things that you might do rather mm. than just saying firmly what you are, it's two completely different conversations. And yeah. then, you know, when you come back to, it's not just about habits and routines, but it's the environment that you live in. When you remove that, like it's, it's essentially changing your environment because mm. there's not going to be smokes in your environment if people mm. aren't offering them to you. Yep. And I think it's really important just to understand how powerful, you know, our identity and environment is in all of this because mm. we're human, right, Danny? Like it's easy to have slip ups um, for whatever you, your triggers might mm. be. Mm. You got, do you have trigger foods? to trigger food not really i just i don't know it depends what you mean by trigger food to be honest like it's a big term cookies i could eat a whole freaking oh as in something you love eating yeah like well i'm in the i'm in the point where i just it depends i mean in lockdown i ate a shit ton of chocolate and and all of that but i wouldn't say i was triggered to a point where i was like out of control no Um, no no not triggered like bad like favorite foods we can call it that Uh, um i don't know that's a hard tell me what you you're going to say about this <laughs> well for example this is a strategy that i use right okay. like i love <laughs> i love cookies and chocolate cookie monster right? like, cookie mon- i'm a cookie monster <laughs> um but 
sometimes you just want a cookie, right? You just want one. But I know like if I have a cookie, I'm like, I'm just going to want to eat the whole thing, right? Mm-hmm. So sometimes I love, uh, I might buy the, cho- the the cookies that I like, but they're not like amazing. They're just still a good cookie. Mm. So I'll just buy like not the most amazing cookie. Does this make sense? And then I won't feel like I have to eat them all. It's the same with chocolate. You might buy yeah. dark chocolate instead of milk chocolate. Oh, so it's like an, an, a semi, it's not as enjoyable as the actual thing. Is that yeah. bad? Well, hey, if it works for you, there's no, yeah. was that your stomach grumbling? Yeah, it was. <laughs> I literally, I'm thinking about cookies. Cookies. <laughs> and that's how good our microphones are. I can hear your stomach grumbling. I'm getting hungry too. But yeah, change your environment, change your words, use the words I am when describing yourself. Um, and it's very powerful, but also mm. realize that, well, you won't be able to predict what's coming all the time, but yeah. what you can control is how you react to the situations around you. Right. There was a world pandemic. All right, cool. We still both cried and fucking lost the plot every now and then, but we've turned it in a way to fast track what we wanted. You left your job. You start a new business. You are able to move out, do all these cool things. I completely changed my business. I recognize personal relationships and the importance of that in my life. And you just got to keep going. Um, Mm. And, yeah, the year that was, I suppose, yeah, where are we at with this? There's been a lot of tangents, but, hey, (laughs) welcome to our podcast. Um, So what's – is that it? (laughs) Uh, The last one that we wanted to chat about was just results. Oh, God. Yep. Tell me about results. (laughs) When it comes to setting goals as well, it's really important to, to go back and tick them off. To be like, oh, yeah, I did this. I did this. So however you need to do this um, will be personal to you. Um, I like to do it in like journaling. I'll write down like my goals um, and then it's just satisfying ticking mm. them off. Once you get that sense of completion, mm. you you can really like sign along on the dotted line. So whether that is verbalizing it, right, like or writing it down or drawing it out or taking it off your vision board, whatever it might be, it's really important to like reflect. Mm. And I think like, I don't know, it, it was you really drilled into us in like uni of how important reflection is mm. for changing your own behaviors and habits and growing your own mindset and knowledge base. Because how are you going to know what's working and what's not if you're not reflecting on what you're doing? Yeah, exactly. Don't turn a blind eye to it, you know, reflect and also reward yourself actually. Like go out for a nice dinner or buy yourself something special. If you, you know, if you do something that's really exciting, you have to reward yourself because have a cookie, cookie, go buy yourself something awesome, do whatever is going to allow you to celebrate and acknowledge your win no matter how big or small because that's the most important part and what I've learned out of all of this because when you're so hungry for goals they're never gonna end no reward yourself Mm, yeah 100% and through good and bad like if you've done something really um, challenging I think giving yourself that reward is really important Um, it makes you driven towards the next goal because we are you know human and I think people think that you know behavior drives dopamine or that feeling but it's not dopamine drives behavior so understanding that you know that we are humans and that's the way that we function allows you to be more successful in the goals that you do set cool Mm -hmm. oh Sherelle I don't know dare I dare I ask the question what have you got planned for 2021 (laughs) I don't even know anymore man um but no, I've got a lot of um, 
I guess a lot of business goals that I'll, I've sort of set myself. But when you're embarking on something new, it's hard to know what your benchmark is, like what sort of goals you should be setting yourself. Did you ever come across that when you first started? Well, yeah, I suppose. But um, let's just take into account everything we've just spoken about for an hour. What do what do you what do you what's your long let's talk about a long-term vision I kind of want to I want to know what your your thing your plan is long-term vision like I'll be for the year for the year for 2021 yeah yeah long-term vision like I'll be launching my business actually launching it because I haven't really launched it yet um so I'll be launching like you know my coaching business and and expanding that um And, you know, I think my vision for that stems so much deeper than just being an online coach. It's not really, you know, I, I don't, it's hard to know what your title is. You know, mm-hmm. I remember how I told you the other day, like a lady asked me what, what I did for work. I just didn't know what to say. I was mm. like, it's so hard to explain to people. So, mm. you know, I've been doing a lot of branding work for myself to know what my vision, what my mission, what my values are. So it's really just going to be doing all the steps to make that come to life, just to be able to cater for the people that I want to reach as many as I can, um, Mm. stay true to myself. And then I guess personally as well, like making sure the other areas in my life and myself don't suffer as a result. Like I'm a big believer that everything Everyone needs rest and you shouldn't be grinding. If you're hustling all the time, you're doing it wrong. Mm. And I just think there needs to be balance between both. And that's mm. that's something I'm looking forward to challenging myself with next year. Okay. That's all. It is a challenge, isn't it, to sort of pull back. and But when you pull back, you can make bigger moves that, that snowball even that's more. Right. So. But that's exciting. I can definitely see you in, you know, a year or whatever amount of time to be the a very iconic person for women's health because from my understanding of what you're doing, which I won't, you know, say until you're ready to launch, there's going to be a lot of cool things that you're putting out there that no one's actually done. Um, and the community that you've created already and even us together is quite phenomenal. So mm-hmm. there's a lot of exciting things. And, you know, naturally our podcast is going to grow and we're going to, yeah, really put more time into coming up with ideas on how you guys can get the most out of not only just listening to us but um, events or other things that we can provide to you, maybe more episodes in the week as well. We'll definitely, um, you know, when we're competing, comp prep series, even just a little, even if it's 15 minutes of us crying, you know, <laughs> we'll put our journey out there in real time and it'll be good little accountability for us. It's been two years or it will be. Wow. Um, and then, yeah, I'm looking forward just to getting out there more. Hopefully the borders stay open and um, I want to meet as many people in all the different states and just travel and do more online work and put myself out of my comfort zone, you know, with my speaking and um, mm. even though it's it's more of a comfort zone now, but more content and just to help more people. I think, you know, you and I have, we've hustled behind the scenes a lot and now's time to, again, another level, another devil, just really step it up even more. So I'm excited for the year ahead. Mm. yeah it's gonna be wild um but it's wild hard to get into, it's hard to predict like yeah really, again we know the vision but the steps that we need to do and probably the way it's going to unpack is going to be different to what mm. we think and it's that's why I'm like it's hard to know specifics of what you need to set yourself it's like I know what I need to get to and this is like Luke's coming on board with me next year and he's so yeah. good at just like like vision mapping plan like like mapping everything out because mm. 
again, I get overwhelmed when I see too much in front mm. of me. So that's why that small action habits is so important. Um, but, Ooh. yeah, we're so excited to bring more to level up because mm-hmm. this has been unexpected, hasn't it? <laughs> yeah, we just, again, we started, smashed a few light globes, stuffed up a few episodes, <laughs> and, and here we are a year later. And the community's epic. I love all you guys and everyone who, like guys and girls, obviously, and, and everyone who listens. And it's really cool. So we just... We're going to put our heads together probably after this and come up with some cool things. So yeah, stay tuned. Yeah. Let's I do. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, we need to wrap this one. Let's up. wrap it up. Um, thank you so much, everyone who tuned into today's somewhat goal setting. I hope you did get some inspiration, I guess, from this. Um, and this will be put out in the new year. Happy or, new year. Yeah. Happy new year, everyone. We hope that you said No, it's not. It's before off. the new year. It's after Christmas. Why are we so cooked today? It's going to be out next Tuesday. <laughs> Have a good Don't Christmas. Don't forget to screenshot, tag us <laughs> on Instagram. Can we redo this bit? <laughs> you want to redo it? Can we leave it? All right, we'll oh. leave it. Thanks, guys. Tune in next week. Merry Christmas.